We're back again. This is Talking Luft, and I've got a great guest on today, but I've also got someone here to help me. Welcome, Talking Luft. Hello, everyone. My name is Marlo. Welcome. That's right. I've got Marlo Docker here with me as I record this, so he's sitting here nice and quiet, but got a great episode coming up, Alberto Betiol, but before we get to that episode, I've got even bigger more exciting news. Life in the Peloton has its very own caskets, capolinos, cycling caps, mini hats, whatever you want to call them, they're here. Plenty of luft, epic design. Get across to Instagram if you haven't seen it. They officially go live tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. European time or evening in Australian time, Melbourne time, whatever you want to do. Tomorrow, Thursday is the day. Get across there and see them. There's not many. It's a limited stock because we only could do a small order to start off. I wanted to test them out. Get your hands on the first edition Life in the Peloton Luft caps. I can't believe it. They're finally here. I'm pretty excited. Shipping worldwide. So don't worry about that. So get across there. Check them out. But now we've got our episode. Talking Luft. Speaking of which, Alberto Betiol. So sit back and enjoy some European Luft. Cheers, guys. So we've got Talking Luft this week, and I have got a very, very special guest, Alberto Betio, who is in more recent times, famous for the fantastic victory last year in the Ronde van Flanderen. Tour of Flanders is still the current Tour of Flanders champion. What a year to win Flanders because you get the extra six months of the champion. I love that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good opportunity. You know? was, uh, I chose the right year to, won, <laughs> to win uh, Ronde van Flanderen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in October, uh, we all hope that to, be, to race again uh, the Ronde and, and we try to defend, of course, uh, my victory. Can you tell me, before we start talking Luft, you told me an amazing story about one of my idols, Andrea Taffy, who is your future father-in-law, maybe, we maybe. don't know, <laughs> but the, the father of your girlfriend. And he gave you a call before Tour of Flanders last year. And what did he tell you about the number? Yeah, so the, the, the true story is that uh, so Andrea Taffi lives uh, first lives 30k from from where I where I live, and uh, the story is that his last victory was uh, Tour of Flanders, and my first victory instead is uh, Tour of Flanders, and we both won this race with the same number 77. So he sh- he, when uh, the day before Flanders, he sent me a message and he said. Uh, you have the same number uh, as as my last victory, so maybe this bring you some luck. And uh, the day after, I won with the same number. And now, yeah, it's uh, it's my father-in-law. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love that story. All right, well, let's get into it. Cycling caps. So the casket, capolino. Yeah. How do you wear yours? Do you wear yours forward? Do you wear it backwards? Do you wear it with the brim up? Uh, no. What's your style? Back, back, yeah, uh, back in the back. No, I wear only with uh, when it's raining and uh, 
I wear, uh, yeah, like the flat. Down. Yeah, I put down because save uh, my eyes from getting the, the rain from above. What about when you go for the sign-on or you're at the coffee shop when you don't have the helmet on? How do you wear the hat? Still uh, down. Yeah. down. Yes. If you could have raced back when Taffy was racing, yeah. when they had the rules, no helmet, what would you have done? Would you have worn no hair like Cipollini with the, with the cream in it? Would you have worn a hat? Would you have worn a headband? Or maybe a sausage helmet like Taffy? No, maybe like Cipollini. Cipollini. No, no, no nothing, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, just uh, with a gel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. You've got the long hair now. Exactly. I can really see that happening. What is your favorite race? My favorite race uh, is the World Championship. Oh. Yes. Because the atmosphere is different between all the other the, all the other races here. Mm, nice. After, of course, Tour of Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer crosswinds or mountains? I prefer mountains. Mountains. Yeah. For racing or for training? For both. Okay. Yeah. Do you prefer to race or do you prefer to train? The race. To race. What is your hardest or favorite training session? Uh, the, the hardest uh, training session is uh, when I have to do more than six hour training with uh, efforts. And this, this training we normally do when, uh, when it's long time that I don't race because when you are in the full uh, season you don't need to train a lot so in these four months i did uh, some boring training uh, but i have to because we didn't we didn't race yeah all right change of tact what is your favorite drink is it a red wine is it a beer is it a glass of sparkling water coffee what is your what is alberto betiol's favorite drink uh, it's easy. I come from Tuscany, so uh, it's a glass of red wine that you, yeah, you drink uh, small, small. You you take the same glass uh, or maybe two glasses of wine and you drink really, really slowly. What sort of wine? What is your pinnacle yeah. favorite red? Brunello di Montalcino that you have the opportunity to taste uh, in this weekend. It was very, very nice. Yeah. Tell me something, actually, before we go to the next question, because the next question is about coffee. And you told me a little secret what the Italians do. And I never knew about this. You have your espresso. And then what do you do after you've drunk the espresso and all the crema is on the inside of the cup? Yeah, yeah. So I, I told to Mitch this uh, little secret. So especially the old people in Italy... Uh, it's an ancient tradition. No? They they used to clean the the espresso cup with a with a with some red wine. So the red wine take the the flavor of the coffee, and uh, it's a good mix. You should try. I should have <laughs> done it last night. You yeah. told me about it. <laughs> All right. The next question is: When you're going training, do you stop for a coffee when you train, or you always keep going? No, I always stop. And when you stop for a coffee, do you get something to eat? Also, yeah, some cakes or in, in long training, uh, some sandwich. What yeah. do you prefer, sweet or savory? Sweet. sweet. Beca only because 
normally you're I'm uh, I'm not allowed to eat uh, s uh, sweet uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <no>. so cakes uh, <laughs> <laughs> junk junk food in general so crostata crostata full gas yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice what coffee do you drink are you a cappuccino man until 12 and then espresso doppio espresso what what is your coffee Normally I take uh, espresso until three o'clock, three yeah, three p.m. Mm. After three p.m. I only take decaf, and in the morning I like uh, double espresso or sometimes uh, cappuccino. But normally I like espresso. Yeah. Mm. How many coffees a day do you think you have? Four average. There some days I need seven. Some days. Uh, is enough so the average more or less nice. do you like to train with a group or train on your own with a group always no always but uh, I prefer what is your favorite training route and maybe you spoke about that already but yeah is it the ride we did the other day a seven-hour ride or is it through wh what is it explain no, no. to the people what's your favorite training route we we pass on my favorite training route and we did this climb uh, i like to train there and uh, what yeah. is the climb called the climb uh, is uh, castra um, san baronto from the fourth uh, route and uh, gambassi gambassi is is my climb so so you yeah. start in your town what's your town called yeah castel fiorentino and just run us through the the route on the town so people who know this area they can yeah. imagine where you are yeah i start from castel fiorentino normally i meet uh, the my my mates my yeah that other professional cyclists uh, from other teams but we train together i met them uh, i meet normally them in uh, Empoli where uh, we began the climb and then we start to do th the, cl the same climb we did so Castra, San Baronto, uh, Vitolini and uh, sometimes when I have to add some, some more hours I do Gambassi the, the climb so the, the, the road we did uh, uh, yesterday is, is the same uh, is my favorite uh, <laughs> yeah, route is it maybe because that's why everyone was waving at us? They're normally seeing some guy in pink. They they just think it's you. I was getting heaps of people waving at me yesterday. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, that's me." <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's only me that uh, I'm I wear a pink jersey. So for sure, uh, when they see pink, uh, they say hi to me. Yeah, they recognize me. Beautiful. What is your favorite cheat food? or celebration meal you have like when you've done a big ride or you've done yeah. a big race and you think you know what today I don't have to watch the diet I'm gonna have something for me what yeah. is it it's it's pizza of course what pizza no pizza I like uh, easy pizza with the uh, buffalo mozzarella in the middle two three piece of ham uh, like uh, yeah crudo prosciutto crudo oh. that's it really simple with olive oil no spicy oil because i don't like to eat spicy but uh, yeah e easy i like pizza uh, and yeah of course then my mother uh, cook really well so when he does when she does lasagne oh. or uh, melanzane what? la parmigiana what's famous from your region you know like in bologna you've got the 
bolognese or you've got the uh, you know down south you've got the bufala mozzarella what's what's famous from your region a lot of uh, food uh, are, uh, the crostata the crostata i don't know but in in, Tusc- in my region yeah it's uh, it's full of uh, traditional dishes I, now the first thing i i i can come in my mind is the uh, something s- the sauce you put in the toasted bread it's called uh, fegatini so it's, it's meat it's the liver oh. yeah uh, oh, like pate yeah like a pate yeah, yeah. but uh, it's it's so nice Ooh. it's typical from Tuscany yeah what is your best bike what is your favorite bicycle if you could have any bike in the world what would it be favorite bike uh, I, I love to when I see Canon not because they pay me but because I really I really like my bike the aerial bike and the and the super six uh, with with the really high wheels mm. and uh, yeah I, I love uh, I, yeah I like the bike the last question is all that time you were locked in your house yeah for the lockdown for the quarantine huh. After you came out of the lockdown, was there something that you took away from being locked down in the house? Something that changed you? Something that you realized, ah, actually, now I have a new vision of something. What was the quarantine revelation? Uh, Of course, uh, the priority of a life of anybody. So first is the health. This this virus uh, changed my mind, but... I think the mind of everybody so how health is important and especially in Italy you know because we we lived uh, a really bad period especially in Bergamo Brescia Milan uh, area they we saw in the television uh, some really really bad uh, bad stuff so the arm uh, the army during on, on the roads uh, taking uh, dead people from away from the hospitals so did you you see this or did you see this just on the news on the news i saw on the news because fortunately the most uh, hidden area were in the north so tuscany was was still okay but anyway in italy italy was the first uh, european uh, uh, country uh, deep eaten by this by this virus and we all live uh, lived uh, a bad moment. Uh, fortunately, in in Switzerland, where I where I where I lived uh, in during this uh, lockdown, uh, the limitations were not so so intense as uh, in in Italy. But but it's uh, yeah. This lock after this lockdown, everybody I think think uh, they priority the priority of everybody is is the health you know mm. and and then uh, everything else awesome thank right. you mate you're welcome there we have it alberto pretty interesting stuff there i reckon he has a different taste on luft i like it though you know what i mean it's just a little bit different but it's great i love hearing everyone's little intricate stuff how they do things differently like I said at the start, the Caps are here. Well, they're almost here, officially live tomorrow. Depending on when you listen to this podcast, they could be already live. 
So get across and check them out. They could already be sold out. Like I said, limited stock only. We've got to get another order in. I'm pretty sure about that because it's been going wild on Instagram. If you haven't seen them yet, get across there and check them out. They're pretty cool. Guys, I want to say thanks again to Lara behind the scenes who's helped me put all this together, helped me get those caps happening, doing all the little extras behind the scenes as well. And to you guys out there too, thanks for all your feedback. I'm really loving all the feedback, especially with the cycling podcast, with the life in the Pelton across there. If you haven't heard that episode, oh my gosh, get across there and check that out. That is a fantastic episode, Life on the Road. I really had fun recording that last week. If you haven't heard that, get across to the Cycling Podcast, check out that episode. I'm sure you're going to enjoy that because I even enjoyed re-listening to it about five times already, even though I was there recording it. So heaps of good feedback from that as well. I I can only hope to bring you some more great episodes coming up. Until next week, guys. Thanks a lot. Cheers.